You're hot and cold. You're oh, in or out. I am hot. And I think I Daniel and cold. I can sometimes be like, a, like that dog on a leash that isn't moving, and there's like, <laughs> and you're pulling, yeah. and they're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> nope. Because, no, come on, I'm we like, said we were doing this. I'm like the dog that's like, <laughs> yeah, gets the dog part and is like, ping, 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 like ball, 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 yeah. like. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Mace. I'm Daniel. And we are going to talk about the Enneagram today. We heard about this new thing this last week called Enneagram, the Enneagram, and we wanted to get curious today. about it. Just going to dive right in. We haven't yeah, really, so, uh, we haven't we really heard about walking. it before. We, we read this book called The Wisdom of the Enneagram. It's They call it the Bible <laughs> of <laughs> the Enneagram. So it's, yeah, like this is Jesus approved stuff, you guys. You know what I did think? I thought... Uh, it would be Jesus approved. I um, love you, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh my gosh. What? what is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I love oh you. Yes, okay. I do. Also, we're outside. And I'm like, what are the neighbors already thinking about this recording? Like we're recording outside, everybody. Uh, Hi, I was going to say, like, one idea that I had was, like, what if we went back in time mm. and listened to our our earliest episodes? Like, the first wow. episode we ever did was on five, and it was me. And we listened to bits of it and then paused and talked about it, what we were hearing. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be interesting? Mm-hmm. That'd be really interesting. Some flubs, some un- misunderstandings. Yeah, that could be... Naivete. Uh, that could be fun if you guys are down. Yeah. My my heart rate instantly goes up in terms of like cringe. Yeah, it would be cr- well. It is the era of cringe, though. Yeah, I think people it want is. cringe. Is Gosh. that is that so? Yeah. People are wanting it. Where did you hear it? It's a social media trend. Cringe. Cringe. Yeah. And so, I, well, first of all, I I I cringe away at my content. I go go back and listen to me talk about being a five when I'm. Uh, like, there's certain uh, cringe I'm okay with, and certain. That's ones the thing I'm with like, you. Mm-hmm. You just you. Don't really care how the attention comes. I would love to just be a template for cringe. Hey, go go ahead and make fun of me. Does not. There's no discernment of anything other than it being there. Wow. No, really, the only thing that somebody could say to get under my skin is a, a person that I'm actually close with that I would see day to day somehow implying that I'm not a, a kind person or something. And then I'm going to get defensive. Yeah. And that's about it. That's your narcissism. That's my narcissism. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Mesa's acting like my therapist who said that to me this week. <laughs> Did I tell you that? What? My therapist. I, I don't. I, no, nobody. Would, I, it's not unethical to say his name. Nobody knows. Jason. <laughs> my therapist's name is Jason. And uh, we were in a, a good zone this week of like mm. playful kind of. I was kind of ranting and we were both in a, in a zone. Like mm-hmm. a good, funny intense emotional good safe zone mm. and i just i just said my thing i was like i just really don't have a better phrase to say other than uh, that's not how i would do it <laughs> and jason like jumped and pointed and goes that's your narcissism <laughs> and i was like oh i started laughing so hard i was like it is he's like you can't imagine somebody else doing it other than the way you would do it 
There are there are other people in the world, Scott. Did we yeah. do an episode on narcissism and it's not posted yet? Yeah. Yep. But it will be posted before this. But so it will be posted before cool. this. So we might have already talked about that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But as you're talking, I was like, oh, yeah, we did the other, like a week ago, we recorded mm. narcissism. Yeah. So that, if you're Didn't interested in just thinking about that, um, go back in time. Yeah. Everyone has narcissism mm-hmm. and it shows up differently for everyone. Not me. Yeah, I, I think from the way we've been talking about like frustration types, slash, we did an episode on frustration a little bit ago. Um, and because like people talk about like people say like the heart types are all like where you can look at narcissism or you can talk about how the frustration types maybe uh, represent an archetype of narcissism in a yeah, certain way. Yeah, I would way. say I would put it between the heart types and the the frustration types. Yeah. Those are like narcissistic defenses are happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's like this isn't to say that only those types can be narcissists or have narcissistic patterns or anything of that sort, you know, like just wanting to disambiguate that because um, frequently when I see people starting to get into this like deeper, deeper uh, application of the Enneagram and looking at like actual psychological like mechanisms and stuff and trying to correlate those to type, it's really easy to simplify it and go like, oh, well, now that I've learned about frustration, anytime I see frustration or narcissism coming up, I know that that's the type I'm seeing. Um, and that's where like this stuff gets misapplied, and um, for those that care about such things, uh, can c- kind of be unethical quotes or like immoral. Oh, immoral and unethical. Wait, wait, what would be immoral and unethical? Well, like you know, you have people talking about well, you shouldn't type people. Oh, um, and so like I think. And that- who is saying that? People on the internet. I have no idea. I tend to not talk to them because I'm. I, we I'm did start off with interested. so many rules. Yeah. I was in that yeah. zone like, oh, we shouldn't be typing people, mm-hmm. or that <laughs> that thought of like, uh, it's uh, it's their motivation, not their behavior. That was a big shift for me because that was I see that up that was strong all the time. And that's, I don't know who started that. What's the origin of that? You know, I don't know. I think it's this kind of thing of like, oh, people think it's like everyone walks around thinking that. They know what's happening. But now that I know the Enneagram, I can see right. beneath that. I think that it's kind of basically as as basic as that is it's a way for people to navigate that they are seeing something a little bit deeper level or something than what mm-hmm. they saw before. And so, like, you have you can look at someone's motivations, but, like, the Enneagram is describing what's inside. So they say it's it's your it's not just your behavior. It's your motivations and and I think, I forget what book it was. Maybe it was the Chris Hewitt's book. I, maybe Chestnut used this term as well. But they talk about, like, motivations, core motivations, um, something like that. Um, and that's where it's like, I don't even, I never, like, took Gosh. the time to really learn it because it didn't seem, like, immediately relevant to my work and whatever. Yeah, just. Um, I have thoughts. It's out there. Oh, okay. Mace has Pop thoughts. In. Well, I'm sitting here curious I'm With curious. Sun in your we can face. big sun in my face. We can meta experience this because I have. We could wonder around what's happening for me because mm. I'm having an instinct of like, you know what? I kind of want to be sympathetic to the cause of people who are feeling motivation, not behavior. Oh, and you're going to balance out the conversation. There it goes. I I think I have a tendency <laughs> to want to balance out. Yeah. And I am kind of like I don't know. Like I get not typing people. I get typing people. We're all typing people. You know, I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. better better to just not lie about it. But I get an instinct to be like, well, I don't want to be typed. Like, yeah. there, there's a piece in me that's like, um, yeah, that that's there. You don't want to be typed. 
But then you, I also really do because then that's it's also. a pen. It's like well, to be typed. Oh my gosh! I think this is ultimately why a, a huge part of why people get into enne- the enneagram is we all do have narcissism, and the enneagram is a wonderful medium for having attention given to us and to uh. our inner selves. And it, it's like a map of our mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. who we are and right. however no, you can screw it. We're all searching it. to be found, and so we're all searching for mirrors. We're all searching for symbols. We're all searching for things where we can see ourselves in it mm-hmm. and make we, sense all, of ourselves. All of us. I mean. Most probably, it just was a big, 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 giant mm. statement. So I was like, Ooh. "It was, it was a lot of all." It is something yeah. to wonder about. Like, I could see a lot of people not identifying with those things. Dang! But sorry, everyone out there, if I just <laughs> no, Dan, Dan, Daniel's doing some balancing. Over explain Who's the better balancer? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean just just to say, a lot that, of people are probably out here doing it though. So I got your back. Well, I, I, well, I was gonna. Uh, well, go ahead, Daniel. Oh, no, no, you go. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, with this uh, idea of inner motivation, hmm. I mean, we're, we're, we're toggling. There's going to be a lot of toggling. We're allowing ourselves to oh, toggle. I have a thought after this that we, I think is great. <laughs> we set the inten- intention of pinballing, ping-ponging, Oh, we got a bookmark toggling. Pinball. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so psychoanalytically, been talking. I've been thinking a lot about this idea of the cover story, mm. and you can you can conceal and mask your intentions with some sort of out front uh, headline, so to speak. Like you can say you're really doing this, but you're going around maybe even tricking yourself by saying, "But I'm doing this." I mean, I think Christians do this all the time. We're just trying to love, yeah. but you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're literally not. The impact of these churches and these institutions, yeah. but but that's what we're trying to do it's not our fault it's like i don't know if you are actually yeah it's so crazy to think about like it really is a (laughs) a a mind trip but all that to say it's like Mm. uh these motivations or the leaning into typing through motivation could be an indulgence in this cover story thing yes Mm. it's like I, i i just love all people i or whatever it is i Whatever sixes are saying, whatever ones are saying, I, I'm just and and people say it in such a funny way. I'm I, I'm just a bit of a perfectionist, you know, and they're kind of kind of liking that about themselves, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it's really uncritiquable, mm-hmm. you know. You yeah, or 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 it's hard to engage with that inner motivation thing, and and really, I I had three years of being told you, it's inner motivation, which it is, and yeah. other things, and then I think you and Big Hormone and other people said. Also, we can just look at your behavior. It's right there on the front. I trust I trust that over whatever it is you're telling me about your motivation. Right. Well, I mean, right. What's, what it's bringing to mind also threw back to another episode was fantasy fantasy. Yeah. And my yeah, friend, no, that's it. my friend Katie gave this incredible shout out to Katie, uh, like one liner sentence that was, I willingly fantasize with an F. I'm at the whims of my fantasy. PH. Mm-hmm. I'm will it. So that's this area where it is. Mm. This is behavior speaks to the whims of our unconscious fantasy life, our instinctual life, all yeah. of these pieces. We can, we can fantasize with our conscious mind what we want to see, and yes. we are at the whims of mm-hmm. our unconscious. That's beautiful makeup. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, maybe that's that's where and, and this, people try to make some kind of a. 
unnecessary cut between it's always it's motivation not behavior yeah motivation is also i mean i think that's the thing also fantasy what we fantasize about is related to our unconscious fantasy exactly it's it's related to also Mm. our what whims we're at Mm -hmm. you know like our fantasy is also Mm -hmm. dictated by that our conscious fantasy so they are related like our mototivation our conscious idea of our motivation you're playing with some big concepts Am I, I, am well, I too no, far out there? no 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 but I, but I mean the, this this phrase the whims of your pH fantasy everybody fantasy I know I mean Katie pH. really did a lot with me like with that as one. if good. there's this unconscious thing going on and there is uh, that just have a, a bunch of spontaneous whims and you're just kind of you're kind beholden. of at its mercy. Well, but, and- oh, also, so, uh, this is one quick thing about fives and nines. Same. Me, and here's how it would work. In the day I thought they, in the days that I thought I was a five, I would have labeled it. And this is what's tricky about language. Mm. I would have, I would have attached to something like objectivity. I'm just here for mm. this pure objectivity. But now that I understand fives a little bit more and understand nines a little bit more, um, I don't think that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I think fives are really trying to get the information, the objective facts. And I'm more like, everything everything works. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, so it's an arm's length, non-judgmental passivity. You're that objective I in that you're not emotionally invested in it being the thing. Not typically. I mean, yep. it's not like I don't have emotions, but we all see me get emotional sometimes. But uh, I, yeah, I, I thought that was my... Mm-hmm ability to have this sort of stoic uh, objectivity. But the thing is, is that I'm not even deep diving information like that. I'm, I'm mostly just like, Hmm, I'm just not getting emotionally invested in the, in the um, information. Well, so I I would be, I guess in information and you're by that, do you mean like facts and stuff? I don't know. You could just like, like you could, cause I look at you like with like Adam Phillips or Annie Dillard Mm -hmm. or Peter Rollins, like you do deep dive in a certain sense. You'll like, uh, uh, gorge yourself, but those people really aren't saying anything. That's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> and I think gorging yourself is a great word. For yeah, I'm gorging my, myself. All three of those people. Yeah, it's basically saying everything you think isn't really even real, and it's all a mess, and we're all just thinking out here. And you thought that thing was real, but it isn't. And now you thought this was over here, but it's it's actually over here. And I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> I think it's the first thought, and I have six, seven headspace, six wing, seven seven. Wing six headspace is we do a lot of thinking about thinking mm. and thinking about thinking about thinking about thinking, thinking. And thinking about like how to be in the real mm. and think about it and think mm. about how we're not in the real, but we think about you know like maybe I'm less interested in the real than you are though, honestly, whatever that even means. I'm really out here with some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. you were. So that was interesting because, Mace, you did bring it back to realness. um, And Scott was kind of, he mentioned realness, but then departed from it and said, like, it's exciting when what you thought was real wasn't. And then it's like, it's just, it kind of leads into just question mark in a way. Yeah. I guess I'm Um, thinking of like like a Lacanian idea of the real. Oh, okay. And how would you describe that? Well, I think, I think, I mean, honestly, I'm like... If 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 understanding Lacan is one percent to a hundred percent, I'm at like a point five percent. That's that's Lacan. just the genuine, yeah. the genuine. No, I like to me. quote Lacan, but I've never read Lacan. No, no actually. Uh, 
But so I think he puts it in this idea. Mm. There's three categories. There's the imaginary, the symbolic and the real. Okay. And it's like we process through imaginary and symbolic and we're pretty much never in the real because we are in the symbolic and the imaginary place fantasy. Okay. Essentially. So that's what I'm like. I'm, I'm thinking about that real when I brought it up, but I don't even really, I, I think it was just, you know, we, I was really associating. Great. <laughs> great. Well, okay. This was a great warm up. It's <laughs> just like doing our little warm ups. We just did a foam roller. That yeah. was the equivalent of an intellectual foam roller. <laughs> okay. Everybody, we have this uh, we have this Enneagram account that Daniel's mostly running these days. We all might get in there eventually and start running it collectively. But uh, Daniel, how, how has Daniel. it been? How's the, how's the Enne- No Small Enneagram Daniel. been for you these days? Please tell us. <laughs> it's been... <sighs> so I'll just take a breath. Yeah. We just did a lot. <laughs> um, no, it's been really fun. Um, what What is it? I mean, so... I, I get into a weird headspace trying to run an Instagram account because I've got like this like very meticulous three five line that's like so the three really wants the image to be like perfective and excellent, uh especially like in comparison to everyone else doing Enneagram stuff. Yeah. Um it's just like out here trying to put up like a a billboard of I guess my intellect and my prowess and just that I'm out here doing it too and whatever. Um, I think it ultimately comes back to nine wing one social core stuff. Um, so you got this like double attachment stem, just like existing, loving to have something fun to do. Uh, that is like also really enforcing my sense of image and connectedness and belonging and meaning and what, whatever. Um, but then this fucking like five fix, it takes so long to put a post together because it needs to be like a, I, I, what, what is the language to, to try to describe? It's like, it's like a bread trail or something. Mm. It's like, it needs to lead. I need to make everything just so, so that if someone could follow the tracks, they could get there and understand what I'm trying to get to them because language and trying to communicate to people is so tenuous because of how interpretation like people interpret stuff and they don't it's this whole thing of the fantasy people we're we're using our fantasies as our lens for interpretation and so it's far 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 more likely that someone will read something i've written and not get what i meant them to get out of it um and so i invest an immense amount of time trying to get around people's ego defenses like <laughs> revising and revising and revising wow. and revising wow. so that it's like as bare bones as possible. Um, do you have like a general project? Like, do you have a, den- a general like thing you're trying to do that's like uh, with this Enneagram and running it generally? Like, what's your hopes for it? What's the plan? What's the... <laughs> Good. This is an interesting question. I would love... Uh, now I just get to watch the... I'm just kind of curious, like, what's, what's the process? I mean... It's really like I just see people talking about this stuff and um, I mean, part of it's just like I have the information and I can, uh, I mean, this is like the rejection mind stuff is like I, the rejection mind is relating to object through I have information that is like relevant to this very specific thing. 
um, it's like it's like this like laser point of attachment that's just barely there. Um, that's how like the the withdrawn rejection type relates with object. Um, and so part of it's just like I can do it, and so it, this is what I'm going to spend my time doing. But at the same time, it's like I do see people trying to use the Enneagram for inner work or for like taking care of themselves. And it's not that people aren't able to do that while mistyping. They totally can. Like we've all had elements of mistyping in our journey and have done good work with it. Um, But I'm also like, it'd be great if people were accurately typing themselves um, and people seem to want to talk about that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Providing a resource. You're kind of providing a resource. There's a few out there that's trying to kind of, not like like kind of course correct the way we're thinking about the enneagram. I would say the course correction is like mathematical. <laughs> what do you what do you mean by that? Mm, this is what? good. I, I'm having just fun. <laughs> I mean, it's so meta because now I'm just sort of watching Daniel and Mace <laughs> talk to each other across some sort of like chasm <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. This is good. Like. When I think about the Enneagram and there being misinformation, mis- a different way of thinking about it, because I honestly don't know if I would go like misinformation. People have wrong Enneagram. Like, that's not the way I think ah. I would really think about it. Although, lol, I use the word wrong. Um. <laughs> Six ambivalence. Six ambivalence, guys. It is a tough world out there with this ambivalence. Yeah. Um, so, I would say for me, why? The, the fresher, the newer way of looking at the Enneagram is the interesting to me. Or what makes, what makes it all kind of click a little bit is when you explain a type by going a uh, seven. A seven is these four things. A seven is mental. A seven is frustration. A seven is whatever positive outlook type. A seven is I got one more and it's coming. Um, Oh, can Daniel fill in the gap for that one? No, because I want to play the game. Oh. assertive. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So it's I want to play the game. Ding, ding, so, ding, ding, ding. So it's like, okay, there's there's <laughs> these ways. And then, then you kind of, based on that, you know, kind of, it, it, it creates some kind of information where there actually is some consistency mm. and something that feels like... Um, I don't know. It does something with the logic in my brain. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can. It is. It's. It's. It's really. It is. It's consistency. And when you look at the symbol, it, I haven't uploaded the actual picture of it because I want to redo it. But uh, like the our little logo of our Instagram yeah. account is like every single triad grouping laid on top of each other, and they are. They do have like a different. It's like a dance or like an orchestra. Like each part has a different relationality to everything else, um, and it's very elegant. And so I think that's part of it. Is like there's a certain beauty to it that I see people not understanding and then they just blur all the lines and they, it's kind of disrespectful yeah, in a way. Yeah, there's parts that's like, well, this makes me so sad because dang, that's actually not what that <clears throat> is. And there's something we're missing in not naming mm-hmm. the reality of the depravity of this part of the Enneagram or yeah. life or everything. Yeah. Like what we emphasize is interesting. Give me the sound of an orchestra. Give me What's the sound that? of an orchestra. It's Snow in the Whale. I know that song. Do you think nines would be the best conductors? 
If we're trying to conduct the symphony of the Enneagram. Yeah, that's really funny. Like, I can see it, like, just, like, flowing in their body. Yeah, totally. And also just seeing naturally that all types are bringing something. We're not competing. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, best, I don't know about best for conductor. Best. We're not competing. What is oh. not competing. Like, okay, so this is interesting. For, like, a conductor or is this the someone who trains a group of musicians to, like, perform a piece together? Each different center, head, heart, mind... Would, or no, body, heart, mind would like bring a different energy to it. So yeah, because six type. would also be like, this is my team. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I'm paying attention. I've got like I'm. It would it would be. It uh, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just going to toss this out there. And having said that, wouldn't it be true, mostly based on our experience, that there would be, um, uh, I, I I'm I don't quite know what I'm about to say here, but like I'm interested. The the project will be filtered through sixness. So you guys, we're, we have a plan. We all understand that the plan is the plan, and we're and and I'm here to help you with that. I'm here to help. And we got we got some somebody riding cockpit and driver's seat that's here to help. And a lot of people could love that. A lot of people that's that's a classic I that's coach. A, I don't know if that's a six. Uh, oh, I mean six one eight. Lots of different types. I'm sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I think what you're speaking to is this archetype of, like, plugging into the team in a yeah. way and being able and to channel the team. And that can be super helpful. I'm not saying it's not helpful. It's, it's, it's great. There's people all over the world who are doing that sort of thing. Well, and it's, okay, so there's the element of, like, preparing them. But there's also, like, a head type, regardless of if it's six, seven, or five, is bringing a certain kind of, like, up-at-your-eye-level energetic <laughs> electricity to whatever they're doing. And so um, I don't know enough orchestra composers orchestra. To, to draw like comparisons Leopold, um, Leopold I just think of that Bugs Bunny Leopold but when you see like musicians like actual uh, actual musicians like like pop musicians or whatever yeah. like there are differences in like the quality of their performance that you see depending on what their center is so like you could see a heart type doing something that's a little bit more emotionally like evocative and like holding in a way or a body type like arranging a piece that kind of is felt on a body level in a certain way. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that those it's, you know, it's, it's, it's incredibly subtle, but there is these kind of variations and stuff. What I think a nine maybe is more has a certain capacity to be in a way that other types don't is like the cre- So like the creator of the symphony mm. or like you look at Einstein who like synthesized a bunch of different um, like theories or ideas or possibilities and created a whole new way of understanding physics. Oh, and then, and then it's like, and, and here's the six conductor and, and the, arra- and, and the nine arranged it. Yes, perhaps <laughs> maybe that archetype. I don't know. I'm just trying to play yeah, yeah. with these ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they, like the, uh, the six, yeah, yeah. The six conductor, the six teacher who six, who teaches what Einstein kind of yeah, yeah. laid down, um, which you don't want to like over elevate the nine, yeah. but there is kind of a, because six, represents the like the super ego or like the that which is it puts itself in service there is like a the guru slash the teacher in terms of the nine three or sorry nine six Uh, Hmm. so if you're trying to think about no small enneagram what what are it's like us it's like some sort of an emerging community of sorts yeah it is that you're sort of tending to yes what are what sort of the um spirit of the conversation sounding like or the the music as we say mm-hmm. how, how what, what are people we've got some pals emerging yeah yeah fun. yeah um 
I think eventually it would be cool to have like some kind of reoccur I guess like a podcast or a show or something where I and if y'all want to be a part of it that would be awesome or not like um could like interview folks and just have like different type based conversations because I mean I think so much of it is that each persons and with their type brings such a different energy to it um and we see this out like this isn't a new thing people this is how Enneagram podcasts work um and a lot of what is being generated about the Enneagram is now occurring through podcasts. Yeah. Um, and people want to talk about this stuff. Um, but from my uh, perspective, a lot of them don't have, like, a proper framework um, for actually, like, interpreting what people say about themselves. Um, and so I think it would be really cool. There's starting to be a couple. We've, I've mentioned Josh Levine's. Um, what it's like to be you podcast of course like big hormone is out here doing their own particular thing um there's a couple other podcasts that i'm aware of that are starting to kind of take an object relations derived approach um but it's pretty few and so it'd be cool to to jump into that scene as well um but yeah i mean just just like the meme page is is fun i'm doing kind of education through this eventually i think it would be cool once like this, because of my, like, t- communication style, we're just still rolling stuff out. Um, and, like, we haven't even reached instincts yet. I haven't talked much about the, the three centers, let alone a deep dive on each triad. Like, I, I, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, this is just like a slow-paced, ongoing, multi-year project. Of Ooh. Kind of Daniel rolling out their ideas about the Enneagram. <clears throat> um, but eventually I would like to, like, make teachings accessible in a more, like, structured way. Um, we've talked about kind of typing services, um, or like advising services or whatever. Um, but it's kind of like this emerging Enneagram branch on the no small thing tree in a way. Um, and so it'll be cool also, like one thing I wonder about for no small Enneagram is how the ways like we can start bringing kind of core themes of what's happening throughout the podcast, like into conversation with Enneagram stuff and whatever, um. I don't know. I don't have like super directed thoughts about it. Usually it's like, I, I, I think with five, you meandering you, thoughts, you, you keep your eyes very close to the keyboard in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's just like a, a very intense, uh, close, uh, attention to like whatever is at the foremost tip of what's, of what's occurring. Um, and so it can be kind of difficult to think about things in the long term without getting super, super, super abstracted as I've just done. <laughs> I don't think that's that abstract. I mean, you said you laid out some pretty like actual goals. Okay. Hopes. That's great. Would you <laughs> be at all interested in sharing the story of this guy who was trying to type you this week? Oh, um, I just feel like it'd be a good story. <laughs> yeah. That could be fun. That could be maybe f- <laughs> the finale of this yeah, segment. Cause we got to do the wheel at yeah. some point soon. Yeah. Okay. So if Jack, if you're listening, hello. Um, <laughs> a person named Jack. A person named Jack. Um, I'm on Jack's team. Are you? <laughs> Maze is instantly on Jack's team. You think Daniel has a six fix? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but for the purposes of this episode, Mace is going to play devil's advocate. So, <laughs> yeah, Jack's just someone I know from, like, places on the internet. We've had, like... Places on the internet. Yeah. Fun conversations. Um and he started uh, uh, messaging me recently, and uh, 
First, first, we had a, a great conversation about um, John Lukovich being a, a, a six, um, which is an interesting take. Um, and then he was like, I also think you... Oh, and in, in that conversation, we talked a lot about Do you think there's credibility, six. side note to that take? What? Do you think there's credibility to the take? No. You, you think John... I, I mean, he, he had reasons that he said why he thought he yeah. that was the case. Um, and I'm like, I can see the logic of this, but... I, in talking, and I, I really don't mean this to be a, a dissing in any way, but like in talking with them, I, I was just like, I don't think he's able to perceive five, like what five is doing playing out in front okay, of him. Okay. Um, he's probably thinking, I don't think this Daniel's able to perceive six playing out in front of them. Yeah, it's a dueling, yes, dueling. I wonder. Know it alls. Um, <laughs> dueling know it alls. Dueling know it alls. It's exactly true. What it is. Um, <laughs> well, I mean. There was a time when I was typing as a six fix, my my overlay would have been one, two, five, uh, and they call that one the know-it-all. So I'm like know-it-all adjacent for sure. Know-it-all adjacent. Um, I, I mean, it was a big spiritual moment when you embraced five as your fix. Was it? I, I remember you messaging us a bunch and being like, guys, I don't think I have a six fix. It's, I think I it's was. a five it fix. It was a long, t- yeah. some long text exchange. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember what was said about that, but that's interesting to recall. Um, Even though you can't recall. <laughs> it's interesting to have someone say that that happened at yeah. some point. You recalled. That's nice. I don't recall, but yes. Well, I guess like back in time, I, I'm yeah. still experiencing it. Yeah, totally. It's just not present to my current uh. spark of consciousness. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Jack, it's, it's, it's funny to go back and forth and he, uh, so he he came on and was like, I just I have got these reasons why I think you are a six fix coming in hot. Um, but it's what he'll say is like you you don't triangulate with because he has like a database okay of other people he's typed um, and off, uh, is comparing yeah. it and it's like I've done that too I have I've had databases I've done that uh, too I've, done, I've, I've got a database also, I, <laughs> I don't really reference it anymore because it's like I'll use it to work measuring out and showing off your databases. <laughs> Got a bigger database than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think you have a database? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I see the value of a database, and, like, I think if you're using the database as, like, your primary tool to argue why you're right or you're wrong, um, I'm just unimpressed by that as a yeah. strategy for, like, making your point. Yeah. Um, especially because, like... I would ask him specifically, like, okay, well, what what is the thing that sh- is sixes here that, or like, why is what I'm saying right now not five? Um, and all it is like, well, you don't triangulate with how most of people of this trifix would look, and this and that. It's like it, there's nothing. I'm looking for the minutia. And you want an aha moment? You're like, well, he got me. Maybe, maybe yeah, he's I right. Would, yeah, yeah. By all means, yeah. Explain why I am incorrect. Yeah take my stuff and pick it apart, cut it into tiny yeah, pieces yeah. and show how it doesn't add up the way I'm saying yeah, it yeah. does. And he, he, there's nothing there. Um, he couldn't, he not chop it into little pieces. Gotta, gotta chop that up into little pieces. And so then I, you only need a little bite sized chunk of his own content. He, so I, 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 I was just like this. I, I don't need to, to convince him of anything. I don't care about that. And I'm, I'm, he would really need to do something different in order to like convince me because at this point there's nothing 
there's nothing for me to weigh. Um, right. It's it's kind of ethereal. And so I I asked him if well, if 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 my sickness is so 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 apparent, um, then surely you've read everything I've been saying about myself. Uh, on my personal Insta, because this is the account he's messaging me on. Because I've, if you don't know my personal Insta, like... Daniel writes in a lot of obscure Greek phrases. And other languages and whatever. Yeah. Um, Elvish. And it's all it's all saying things. Um, it's all saying things. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, yeah, okay, so well then obviously, like, please uh, show me. Show me that you've seen what I'm mm-hmm. showing. Uh, and he's like, sorry, I don't know Greek. Like, I don't think I got that reference. I'm like, yeah, you didn't get that reference. End of competition. <laughs> yeah, well, it was fun to watch. I mean, it's just like these, you know, really strange battles playing out in different little pockets of the web, you know? And, yeah. yeah. I um, mean, I still enjoy Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, for it's, sure. It's good vibes. Um, and A yeah, frenemy. There's other people that, like, they'll come in and have kind of pushback vibes, and sometimes it's like I just didn't make myself clear enough, and sometimes um, we just see things slightly differently, and I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't... I haven't drilled into it, so I don't have anything to say about it. Um, And then other times I'm like, I I don't even know what the hell you're saying here. Like... It's so I'll weird. Just give it a heart because I don't want to yeah. give too much Thanks time. Thanks for to sharing. It. Yeah. We're so far, and th- I, 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 this is my own paranoia. I don't ever really want to sound pretentious, although I probably am, but I don't want to sound pretentious. Mm. But um, I think I think every single person in this space comes across as pretentious. Often. Fine. Okay, I'll lean into the pretentiousness. Uh, I have opinions. I have thoughts. Um, I think about things. I, I'm, I'm decently read. Continuing to learn and grow. Uh, I It's so weird to think back to the early days of the Enneagram and like Enneagram and coffee. And even this, you've been engaging with Enneagram and Abby or Enneagram Abby, I guess a little bit I more. I think so, yeah. And when I last checked in on her, when I was doing No Small Enneagram, I think she was at like 30,000 followers and now she's at like 100,000 followers. Mm. But it is just that old school thing of like the joke and the meme being like, oh, nines conducting an orchestra. They're sleeping. They're eating popcorn. Is that why you did it? I felt so offended that you made nines so much better than sixes. It's not objectively better. Sixes. I think it was an inaccurate version of sixes. You need, you need a six squad out here to like tear us apart and, and, and come to your defense. And tell you how, yes, sixes yeah. would be better conductors. Uh, uh, there, there could be a very, very valid case for that. Very valid. Um, worst either way, someone's coming out on top. And someone's going to be better. I think sixes get a rap for not being flexible, and I think sixes can be flexible. I would be curious what your what your thoughts would. Well, be. this is this is our segue into pin, pinball because I think. Oh, is this the finale of this segment? Maybe. Oh, final. Okay. This final thought. Then pinball. Then spin the wheel. You want to get your wheel ready? I'll get it ready. You get it ready on your own time when you want to get it ready. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Just, just to think back to those uh, really one-dimensional memes and, and having been a person that posted them and got a lot of likes and follows and engagement out of that. And it's just there's more on the other side. And I think that's why I always felt comfortable posting those memes because I knew that like it was an invitation to go deeper, hopefully, if that was my intent. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I think people yeah. are really that people are well. Mike's okay. I'll say it this way: my experience of running no small enneagram for whatever three years was. It seems as if on the other end of all this stuff was a bunch of dopamine being like seeing a nine meme of a lazy nine watching TV and be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. like, 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 share it with your friends. This is a nine. This is me watching TV, right. falling asleep on the couch with my popcorn. I can't do anything. It's my blankets and my stuffies. Nines. Ah. You know, and it's like they're eh, also aggressively being affirmed by this. Yeah. Email other here. other <laughs> people sl- stay in their beds. Other people like popcorn. Other people tune out of conversations, right. not just nines. <laughs> and and maybe nines don't even really do it like that. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, do you do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you and I both have a, a, a can fall into a type of lethargy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on redescribing that in my life. I think, mm. I think part of the problem with me oftentimes, and I'm sure you relate, we all relate to this. Mace can relate to this. We too. all relate. We all relate to this in a certain way, but I would say, I mean, if it's, if it's a nine, three fix, I want to be doing things. I don't want to sit around all day doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I think when somebody asks me to do something I don't want to do, that's when lethargy kicks in. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be the difference between Mace and you and me. Mm. Mace goes, it doesn't matter necessarily whether I'm super invested in this. The team is doing it. They're relying on me. Put me in coach. Bam. And I'm like, if I'm not interested, I'm sleepy. I, so in that I sense, to, I am a nine. But, like I that, you know? be, but I have to like the team. What are these if crows I'm, doing? The crows had a fight earlier. If I'm not that invested in the team, then the team doesn't have me. And they right. have me but you, as, you, as a sabotage within the, th- the team. If I'm in a oh. team Whew. or a group Don't setting. I know this part of me. A group setting that I'm not really <laughs> Telling sure on themselves. if I'm here for the cause, but I'm a part of it. You now made an enemy. I am now going to be uh, your reactive force oh, that will push back. I've there. seen that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I don't. You're hot and cold. You're oh, in or out. I am hot. And I think I Daniel and I can sometimes be like a, like that dog on a leash that isn't moving. And there's like, <laughs> and you're pulling, yeah. and they're like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. nope. Because, <laughs> come on, I'm we like, said we were doing this. I'm like the dog that's like, <laughs> yeah, gets the dog part, and it's like, bing, 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 like ball, 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 yeah. like. Well, like I mean, in our time doing like ministry together, there's times where I'll disagree with some kind of administrative decision that's has been made or whatever, and I'll kind of text Scott and be grumpy and resentful, and yeah. we'll, and I then mean, do nothing. Yeah, do nothing. Like, it's essentially me and Scott will talk about it and both get into a better place about it and then be like, okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... Salt it. <laughs> yeah. wow, dang, I will come in. I will do here, something. Man. I will do something about it. Okay. I will not let my feelings on something not be... We, the, everyone, true. breaking news, the No Small team is being assaulted by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes um, and, and flies and crows. We're going to need to wrap this up shortly. So okay. do you want to talk about pinball and then we'll spin, spin the wheel? Sure. I mean, what do we want to say about pinball? Because I was just chatting with Daniel before and then you were like, we should talk about this. Well, you just said that you had kind of thoughts about the ways that you as a head type versus uh-huh. Scott as a body type play pinball. Right, right, right. Play pinball. And pinball Lately is already I, Mason, a really... been playing pinball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's already a very evocative image for like what well, mentality in general, but specifically six is doing. I think pinball is a mental type game. Okay. I think pinball fulfills well, our. Take. Are you? Um, I'm looking at famous people. Okay. I'm listening. Um, I think pinball is. I think it hits all the types. 
in, and I've thought I'd about this. this. I, okay, okay, lay it out. Lay it okay, out. so this pinball is, is <laughs> you got one ball, mm-hmm. you got three balls, and you have your little flippers, and it's a game. I think the flippers and the ball and the chance element are, the basic elements are six. I think you're right. The pinging mm. back and forth, the fact that it falls down, it's kind of like anything can happen. And also you can, you have a lot of skill in setting it up to be what you want, mm. but there's always this element of it can't fully be in your control. Yeah. So it's kind of like a sixes like zone of, of I think, expression of their mm-hmm. inner world in that way. Mm. It's like the constant back and forth, waiting, anticipating, going for, getting ready to shoot, like all the elements. And you, mm. you, you're trying to keep control of the ball in a game that is meant to be getting the ball out of your control. Yeah. Whoa. So that's, yeah. Whoa. That. That's a great way of talking about six that does says nothing about them being scared or like nervous or anything. Right. Right. Because uh, it's 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 trying to be in control, trying to take a hold of one's situation. It's trying mm-hmm. to to map and gather and get and do what they can with what they've got. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's like a sevens game because I mean it's it's kind of a, a bring, 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 bring. exactly <laughs> it is light it is it's fast it's going it's points it's you beat the castle it's knocks it down it's this it's there's this reward there's that reward there it's jackpots it sounds with the jackpots it's yes. rumbling on the machine it's like lights all around there's people everywhere frustration too it's frustration too you only have those three balls and you want to keep going and. Hit the little thing if you don't. It's so sad, and it's like gotta hit it. Gotta put another three quarters in, you know. And it's like right in that zone. Yeah. So I think that's kind of its seven mental space, and then five, especially more modern pinball. Pinball has rules. Pinball has like levels just, to it. I don't know if I'll ever pinball get to the point where I understand these rules. Pinball has details to it. You look at a pinball machine and there's little figures inside, little pictures no, here. No, like just pause for a second and think like this is this is all true about the six and seven thing. But as I've gotten to know more pinball machines and, and we've watched some documentaries on the best pinball players. I think they're mostly fives. There is a, like a, mm. a, a, a the like risk or uh, whatever those big games are. Um, I don't even know those the games that like a strategy board game are playing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, strategy game where you have to know all these rules. um, That there is a there is a part to that, which I guess would also indicate six. The rules. The rules is more six, but it's more like I mean, it's funny you got you see the rules, but it really the rules are indicating a certain. It's like the competency thing of it like is. The, no, the methodology. It is exactly. To be it effective. feels like it's a competency piece. It's like there are these objectives, and if you do them in this order, you'll get these things. And then if you do it in this specific order, you get these things. And then if you do this, and you could get super jackpot. But if you wait on this one, you could get this other jackpot. I mean, I we have no skills to do the things we watch these people do. But it's like there is the game has the capacity, and I think the game in, in itself is kind of like this mental. Headspace. Yeah, that's really mecca cool. That is sorts. really cool. So pinball. Okay, so then what's the difference between you as a head type playing pinball between like what you compare that to like what you've seen of how Scott plays? I mean, I think it's or like, you can speak for yourself, of course. I'll say for me, pinball is like a. Uh, it's it's first off, it's uh, the be- first beginning battle is if I can chill out my other thoughts to focus on the game. <laughs> So that's the first level. If I can set down something else that's pinging in my mind to be present enough to wow. the 
the flippers. Okay. So that's that's LOL bottle number one. You know, like it's it kind of set is. this other part from real life down so you can have some. You fun. know, is it like am I focusing on how many quarters? Am I focusing on the game? Am I focusing on oh. what just happened? Huh. Like there's huh. times where it's easy for me to have. <laughs> okay, so we have a general plan that like one night I spend ten dollars, the next night May spends ten dollars, and we provide the quarters so one night mace will have the pocket of quarters i was like here's their quarters and it was just this one night i had in my pocket um a five four ones and a two dollar bill i didn't know what to do with that two dollar bill the the change machine wouldn't process the two dollar bill so i got nine dollars worth of quarters I'm not trying to be deceptive. I just didn't think it was all that big of a deal to say it that you and <laughs> we play ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, pinball, and we're leaving this place. And Mace is just like, ah, like what? It's like something's off. It seems like we didn't have the full ten dollars. And I was like, I literally had forgotten about temporarily. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. And Mace goes, I'm just trying to add it up in my head. Like, it should be these many rounds. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm like trying to pay attention. Like, what? I mean, we just played pinball. Like, we used all the quarters. In my brain, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. Anyways, ba ba ba. we're talking, talking, walking. And, and then Mace gets in the car. I'm like, I'm just having a hard time. And I was like, oh, let me. I was like, this $2. Mace goes, oh, gosh. That, oh, thank you for telling me. Because I was just, I couldn't. It was really bothering me. And I was like, if you, there's no way I would have been able to tell that it was $9 and quarters versus $10 and quarters. I would have been like, oh, we played it. We used all our quarters. (laughs) Game's over. It's a matter of how many quarters you have left and who started and ended. It's pretty easy to figure out. And this is why when you look at the way we've put, when we put the, the instincts onto the symbol just to show the, all of the instincts, you put sexual at nine, uh, social at three, self-pres is six in this way that like the mental center six attention thing is kind of like managing the stuff you need to also do self-pres. It's like just a similar vibe. Yeah. In a certain yeah. Sense. So I think that's one thing as that whole situation. But then I really do. I was that explaining this to Daniel. It's like I show up and I'll be curious. Like I think a lot while I'm playing, you know, I'm doing a lot of hit the ship, hit this thing, going for this. Okay. I know that if I hit this, I'm going to go there. If I hit this, you got it like seconds of the crack in. This could be happening. You know, like all these thoughts. Yeah. I don't have that inner monologue. Um, I have, I have vibes. <laughs> I, I, and you have like, Ugh, you're pushing the ball towards that one yeah, shot. Yeah, and, and what, what I guess I'm saying is I have a very loose, vague understanding of the rules. But once I start reading the rules, I'm like, bah. No, I'm like no loving way. them. And I'm, and, like, I, and I'm like, generally, my general takeaway is aim for what's lit. So right. if it's That's like something's lit, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try my best to aim for that lit area. But I don't know why. I don't know what it's going to get me. I don't really even want to know. No, if somebody I'm starts like explaining me, I'm like, no, don't, don't ruin the game with all that. I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing pinball. You play it that way. I don't play it that way. I don't know. There's too much. No. And I'm like trying to figure it out as I'm playing it. I'm like, okay, if I hit that shot, what am I, what am I happening to my score when I did that? You know? And <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And I can really get into the vibe. Like, mm. Uh, I just, I do love the sounds and I yeah, love the yeah, feeling yeah. of being in the room. I love the sounds of other pinball games going around and yeah, it's a nice energy. It's a nice aura. Yeah. 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 yeah but, yeah. um, I'm not as precise about it, mm. you know, 
Right, so, and that can sometimes be great, and sometimes it makes I mean, me too nervous. Be, being with Mace there, way. I do love that we pull up to a machine and Mace starts reading the rules, and I'm like, great. If I do want a reference point, I can be like, ask Mace. But I, I'm not going to sit there and read those rules. It's fine print, man. Even that, even <laughs> itself, I'm already like, I don't like it. <laughs> That's really funny. The rules tell you where the multi-balls are. I would love a big... <laughs> A big, I mean, what does this say about our personalities? Like I would love a big, um, 10 part hour long YouTube series with some really engaging people explaining in detail with lots of pictures and explanations like the rules of the Ninja Turtles pinball machine. Well, we kind of do watch whatever we yeah. can that is constantly But I'm not like going to read this fine print bullshit yeah. on the bottom left of a pinball machine. That's not what I'm there for. No, because when you're watching that, you're half watching it just for being there with them. That's what I hate about a lot of these board games. It takes like an hour to explain the game and I'm already but bored. that's part of the fun. No, not for me. <laughs> Michaeli's mom uh, is a uh, 937 uh, so same trifix as you and she has literally like flipped entire board yeah. games out of frustration yeah. with how slow yes. or meticulous it is. Yes. I think, I don't know. It's just the seventh no thing. Way. Of like, and oh. the, the furthest I could ever go was that mafia game. We used to play in youth groups, like explain the loose rules of mafia and then we can close our eyes and people get killed. Well, that's so like, funny <laughs> that you say this because like thinking back to the youth group days, uh, when it came I was to really, like dodgeball, well, For I'll tell, I'll tell you about that. Who cares as little about rules as you? You went all in but trying let me tell to describe you about these rules. That's me creating vibes. Because I've had disasters go where people don't understand the rules. And, and it's just a terrible experience for everybody. So I have learned over the years that if I, as the space holder, can create a space where people understand the rules, then, mm. I mean, I've had places on camps where, like Trifecta in particular, if we set it up well and the rules are adequately explained, we'll have three hours of really good vibes. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's not like I gen- actually care about the rules, <laughs> or that if the if or if that if the situation was reversed, mm. I wouldn't be listening. Oh, I, I know. I, I wouldn't be listening. To the rules. <laughs> yeah. I was literally just thinking. I was like, oh, you want this for vibes, but then you. You know, if you were in the reverse for your I'm the personal type of kid vibes. that always would walk away being like, what would they just say? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> we just told Mace you. Mace would have to be over in the corner and be like, this is what the rules are. Even though this person you think just you, you thought you were better than the rules when it was time for no, the rules. No, I just I'm not you were better. This is the funny thing, though. Like, Mace. That was better than the rules. <laughs> what? Six, six fixers. I don't want to say six fixers. Uh, well, so Michaela would say, "Say, oh, oh, Scott thinks he's above the rules." Well, yeah, but, but and what's Mac happening will say the there? Same thing about me. I mean, what's <laughs> happening there? It is like you had this. There was the time. It's happening, and then a, mi- a couple, two minutes later, you need it to happen again for you. <clears throat> I, I, I don't I, need it to happen for me. To me, the, the whole thing is like, I will. I'll figure it out as I go. I don't yeah, need yeah. to like have the plan of it ahead of time. I'm just like, I'm just going to look and see what other people are doing and I'll just do it as it happens. I would just I say for activated. me, it doesn't stick. <laughs> like it doesn't stick. It, like those types of moments, of, if, there's a, if there's a person talking to a hundred people up front giving me rules, I'm like, the information isn't getting to me, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I, my brain isn't locked in. Mace is really having a hard time processing I am. this. I am. I'm like, well, just lock it in. Just lock your brain in. Mm-hmm. Go, this is the lock time to it. listen. No. Nope. And, yeah. and it's like I'm <clears throat> I'm also tuning it out, but I'm like, there there are people that have laid up a structure 
of how things are working, <laughs> and they are currently telling me their structure. Yeah, no, I totally relate to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Ah. <laughs> I will now perform conformity to this thing so that you'll leave me alone. Adequately. <laughs> yeah. So you'll leave me alone. <laughs> and uh, Oh, shoot. That's I just did something that conveyed and showed that I didn't get the rules. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. I feel like that's me. maybe that nine, three stem of it's like, it's attaching, mm-hmm. but then you and I both have like a mental fix. That's like off the grid a little bit. And it's just like, I'm attached enough. Yeah. I've just, uh, just attached just enough. Yeah. That's good. I'm exacerbated. Do we have, do we have the wheel pulled up? We have the wheel pulled up, but, Exacerbated. I, I don't know. I want to say no. Provoked? Come on, it's disrespectful to do that. Oh well, uh, yeah, it is. Sure. <laughs> and <laughs> don't you want to be respectful? Well, I do, but I also can't control how people perceive me. I mean, I can to some effect, but like, I mean, I, I, obviously, also a game like that, and all games are very arbitrary. So, what's the context here? Yeah, you know, I like, think it's more of like someone's taken the time to explain something. Did they want to do that? Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, what are we talking about? Like teacher students, like respect the teacher. They took the time to plan this lesson. You know, I'm like, I didn't ask for this lesson. I didn't ask to be at this game. You know, it's like, I mean, one of the thing about the youth group that we currently run is like everybody's there on their own volition. But like, we know that in the past, if I had a hundred kids in the room playing dodgeball, only sixty percent of them actually wanted to be there. That's what, you know, these are some valid points. I'm, I'm <laughs> slowing my role. In teacher, I was in, in, activated. In I still am a little bit. Also, your sandwich is getting eaten by ants. Oh boy, and it's a metaphor for life. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay, spin that color wheel. Spin that color wheel. Spin that Exacerbating wheel. mace. Exacerbated mace. It's tough. It's tough to be me. Exasperated. Exasperate. I think that's what she wants to say. Because exasperate is to sort of stir something up and make it worse. Like uh, it's exacerbating the problem. I feel that. Okay. (laughs) Both. Both. You have a you have a general sense of unease and frustration, and we're exacerbating that. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, yes, there are people who are. I'm listening when it's time. (laughs) These fuckers aren't. (laughs) And they just never listening. Or listen to the key. They think they're we're talking about rules in a game. We were talking about pinball. I've, I'm like, I, 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 let me say it this way: as somebody that like has 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 spoken publicly a lot, if 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 I'm in a camp, I and mean, we're talking about all our backstories, everybody. For those that don't know me, I've been a youth pastor my whole life. So it's like, uh, if I'm at a guest, if I'm at a camp, picture this setting: uh, a, a camp, and I've got my kids, and there's like. 20 other groups there. So there's 500 people at a camp and there's the guest speaker. You got my absolute undivided attention. You've got my eyes. You've got me listening to every word. You've got me laughing at your jokes. You've got me shushing everybody else around me. I'm not listening to arbitrary rules. You're pouring out your heart and soul. I'm, I'm like, we're listening to this. Mm. You know, with the game, I'm like, ah, this is supposed to be fun anyways. No, and I'm not it. having that much fun. Honestly, I hear it because <laughs> I think about, I, there's a lot of things I don't listen to and things yeah. are being explained. I have to, I have to know there's another within. Um, okay. Horrible news. The wheel isn't working? No. I got coral again. Oh, coral. We got coral last the time. The universe wants just, you to. Literally last time. The oh, universe no. wants you to double down and no. drill down on it's coral. A no, which is we're not, we're just skipping All it. Right. There's no coral. That's what Mace no does coral. when given a prompt that they don't want. I don't like coral. Okay. Um, 
We already discussed it. Did you spin the wheel again? I'm trying. Uh, things are locked up. And yeah, there are ants eating my um, pulled pork sandwich it's with a pretzel bun, everybody, was it if good? you want the that described to you. I it's love delicious. a pretzel bun. But okay. those ants came up quick, man. No, They, they gave us no time. Yeah. That sandwich has been down there for about 45 minutes to an hour. Not very long in an ant's life. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's very long in an ant's okay. life. Get on that sandwich, everybody. First color is charcoal. Okay. Now, I will say immediate strong affinity towards okay. charcoal. Okay. Any other thoughts other people You don't have? wear a lot of charcoal. <laughs> like, a gray tones are not really in your, in your personal color palette. It's true. I actually put on a pair of charcoal shorts today and took them off. Um, I'm, I'm talking about, like, uh, charcoal, the, like, actual, like, cooking with charcoal or, like, uh, char- writing this with charcoal. It's the color wheel. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm showing those are my associations. Yes. I, I'm 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 envisioning like a lighter black. Yes, like a, exactly. Light black. Yeah, I think that's nice. I, I think like uh, here's another. I, I'm picturing like a matte black car, and I think that's cool looking. Oh, matte yeah. black. It is. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's a nice color. It's a great color. I think yeah. it's. I think a dark, a nice charcoal is great. It's true. I don't wear charcoal, but I would. I don't have any beef with no beef. In with another charcoal. alternate life. I would like to be the type of person like Moses and Johnny Cash did this too, like that we're all black. Mm. Mm. I just wear all black. I'm not here trying to be all colorful, but like I am actually, but it, I do see that it's cool to wear all black. I see that it is something people do and it can be cool. Yeah. Because like there was this person I shamelessly, maybe shamefully watched um, the... Amazon making the cut or whatever, which is like the Project Runway spinoff with Heidi and Tim, but it's Amazon yeah. and it was just the most Trash. Amazon like type vibe. It was just like wealth, and they just oh, made it is so Amazon is Amazon type three? What is that an Amazon vibe? Enneagram? Yeah, I think yeah, it, it was three vibes. It was yeah. three vibes. But there was this person who I really loved. This designer who called it her black universe and she did essentially most of her clothes were in all black and mm. it was like by the clothes being limited to one color you notice the texture you're doing a lot with the the like you have to do a lot with shape you have to do mm-hmm. a lot with all mm-hmm. these other elements by, by being limited from the color it's like we look at Moses Sumney it's like well Moses Sumney isn't doing all black boring it's all oh. black and it is vibrant yeah at the same time it's mm-hmm. a vibrant all black yeah, I yeah, like that's that. Cool to think about. What do you think about charcoal, Daniel? I think my palate tends to skew like kind of averages to charcoal generally. Like I, ha- I have lots of colorful. Yeah, that's true. You actually have lots of charcoal. But everything I buy, I bought a fanny pack today. It's black. I that's a f- charcoal jacket right there. I have a charcoal jacket. I like. I have lots of pairs of a black gray and tank. gray socks. A gray tank. A summer tank for Daniel. I do. I am wearing a summer tank. Um, Your hat is almost even charcoal. Is uh, yeah. It's like getting there. And, like, wow. all of my, like, sweat clothes and, like, sleepwear gen- tends to be all black. I don't know. It's just, like, simple. Um, and I'm colorblind, so I just kind of... I don't know what it is. I just like to this works. gravitate towards mm-hmm. darker. I also like to, like, walk out at night, and so it's nice to have clothes that you Cloaked can just be invisible in. in. darkness. Cloaked in the darkness. Okay, I I'll was do, raised in the dark. I'll do one more to pair with charcoal. So let's get that wheel. The wheel is spinning, folks. Bum, 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 
bum, bum, a bum, great bum, one, bum. and I think a great one paired with charcoal, neon yellow. <sighs> yeah, you, you, I mean, you get neon. anything neon, you're going to get pumped. It's true. But I do think neon yellow is the most, the best neon color so like to pair with charcoal. road vibes? Kind of road vibes. Yeah, I think that is, it's a road? classic. Yeah, I think about charcoal, asphalt color, yeah, and yellow. Yeah, neon but yellow. But neon yellow, I'm thinking more, like, when I think neon yellow, I think more of a yellow, or a green-toned yellow. Hmm. Yeah, I like neon yellow. I, I like neon colors in general, too. So we're on that same page. And I think there's a sharp contrast with the charcoal, and there's a texture to a, char- a charcoal color. And the neon adds, like, an electric pop. Mm. Um, it's, like, stormy with lightning. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I was to add a color to charcoal, I would go with, a, like, a darker, like a, like, a, like a cobalt blue kind of a color. For me, the, the contrast of, like, gray with like something as bright as yellow like when i was a kid like like neon greens like was like a gross color for me <gasps> mm. ah. um, and so then you get like verging on that with gray and i'm like i don't i don't know what to do with this Oof. this color palette sad mm. oh, <laughs> and literally i was just sitting existence. here thinking like gosh a charcoal and neon yellow would be a great sports team's colors mm. Mm. i wonder if it is i bet they're out i bet there. they are out there yeah maybe maybe yeah but you know that that makes sense. Charcoal and cobalt blue. I like that. Yeah, it's almost borderline your microphone right now. That's true. <laughs> it kind of is. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's the color wheel. Okay, get ready for some famous people, famous and, people and the wind down. Day. But um, okay. So right off the bat, I, I I know this is a famous person. It must be a writer, and I don't have a description of the person right in front of me. Hmm. John Stuart Mill. Is a famous writer? I don't. I, 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 I recognize the name. I know everybody. I, I'll, I'm I'm fine being ignorant today. You guys listen to me and be like John Stuart Mill. We all know that guy. Scott doesn't. I don't I'm know ignorant that is. with you. Yeah, I know who that is. Move right on past that. I mean, you think it's famous? Must writer. not be that famous. I know. Famous seriously, to us, I guess uh, the next one, and it'd be interesting to see what you guys make John of this Stuart person. Mill? And maybe wonder. I mean, now we could try to enneagram type some people, but um, Cher is number two. Oh, yeah. Cher. That's a. Vibe. I would say. My first thought about Cher would be a sexual type, honestly. Or she would have it in her stacking. I think so. Are more yeah. famous people sexual types than the, like, is part of fame potentially being a sexual type? I don't think so. Because you can get, like, super famous in a self-prez sphere. Like, I mean, Kanye is self-prez sexual. So maybe you could argue that he has that as a part of it. But, like, Beyonce is self-prez social, I think. Or social self-prez. But, like... Sexual doesn't necessarily equal fame. It's more a certain, like, hooking quality. Yeah. Um, Which would maybe be a quality that makes you more qualified to become famous. Sure. But also, like, the majority of people are self-prez. And so, like, look at, like, a self-prez social, like... I mean, before he was, like, a a bad... Or a, a bad, uh, yeah, a bad political figure, or a charged political figure like Donald Trump was one of the more famous people out there, and he's just like the self pres social eight because hmm. um, he's got a lot of resources and people value resources and like like some of the wealthiest people out there are just these self pres types and interesting often that's like correlated with fame, but I guess you probably wouldn't correlate fame and right and right wealth. that's interesting. Okay, back to Cher. Uh, okay, Cher. I don't. I don't have much more to say about Cher. I mean, I okay. Just, well, so what, what about what about her stands out as sexual to you? Oh, I, I mean, she's just so known for being 
for from very early on in a in a sort of um culturally pushing way like mm. always wearing skimpy things and very suggestive and very sexual all her songs yeah. were very sexual sexual I'm saying it that way sexual um and she's just very sensual and sexual i think yeah. that's just kind of what she leads with and confident yeah 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 you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And aside from that, I don't know much. I, I hate to say it this way, but I don't know much more about her aside from that very right. aggressive public persona she puts out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, even, even the makeup is so... It's like insistent on the display. Yeah. Um, that's something you see with sexual. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think maybe like a sexual... I really don't know much about Cher. I'm just like thinking of images of her I've seen in my head, but like gut impression is sexual three wing four maybe. Mm. No, I could see that. Do you want to look at her Instagram? Yeah, sure. Oh, Cher has an Instagram. I feel like there's social energy more than sexual. Oh, I mean. Maybe a social sexual. Well, I, I, I mean, Cher's probably like 65 or something now. I mean, we're, we're talking about Cher in the prime of her life, I kind of am thinking about. Well, this also looks like this Not, is in her account. Oh, like, it's like a fan account. the official account of Cher. Yeah, but like. She's not posting this stuff, this probably. This looks like this is getting posted by, like, someone who moderate. Like, it's different when you find, like, an artist that's, like, still doing their own um, stuff. But you can still see it. Um, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, she's an icon. I, I think she's sexual, and I think the social you're getting is a savvy intern or poster person that that's, knows how to leverage the social realm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that is. Okay, we got thing. two big ones left. Okay. And we can call it a day. Um, one is going to let me talk about rap for a second. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Daniel's like letting me talk about rap these days. So, letting, um, I am letting you. Yeah. You've been let. Number four is Busta Rhymes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, rap money. Yes. So last, last week we talked about, I got to talk about Pusha T this week. Uh, I won't spend too much time talking about Busta Rhymes and I do now that I'm wondering what he would be on the Enneagram. Oh, very interesting. Do you know much Buster Rhymes? Not much at all. Oh, gosh, he'd be so fun to watch interviews and some songs and performances. Uh, probably, I'm going to guess right now, a seven wing eight. Okay. Or a seven wing six. There, there is a, 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 a really intense flamboyance. Mm. And with Buster Rhymes, it's, the, it's some of the fastest rapping in the history of rapping. And so there was a, there was a lot of that. Mm. But in Buster Rhymes' heyday, the videos were just so bonkers. Um, and I wish we could watch some of them right now, but all that to say Buster rhymes, uh, was kind of coming up famous in the tribe called quest days. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. um, is one of those rappers that like, for whatever reason, I'm not trying to like diss Buster rhymes, but lost some of his uh, motivation. It seems like kind of hmm. just fizzled out after a while and probably made a few albums, but not like anything that was going really big. Hmm. Um, but what does he do? Like, is he still on the scene? He, I don't think, I mean, he's not making any albums that anybody's talking about. There was Mm. just a big Grammys hip hop, like performance that Questlove put together. And Busta Rhymes definitely came out and Mm. like, you know, he, he did a big fast rap and it was like, everybody knows that's the reason they're bringing him out anyway. So he went all out and it's so good because I know he's, probably rapping real words, but he was saying it for so fast. I was like, oh, it doesn't even sound like he's saying real words, <laughs> but people were here for it. You know, Jay-Z was in the eyes be like, wow. Um, amazing. I wonder like, 
I have difficulty hearing lyrics in any yeah. song. Um, but I wonder if there's like, do people actually hear everything? Like, are there people that are just like this, like elite group of like, mm, I don't think with Busta Rhymes people are, huh. I think, I think there's other faster rappers out there who are, who are a little less fast than wow. Busta Rhymes. Like run the jewels would be a great example. They're rapping really fast. And if you really sit and pay attention and listen to the songs a few times, you're going to get it. But, uh, I mean, Buster Rhymes, you'd have to look that up on like rap genius or something, you know? Okay. Final one. Final one. Jimmy Stewart, James Stewart. Do you guys have any thoughts about Jim, Jim, Jimmy Stewart? One of the most famous actors of all time. Movies (laughs) vertigo by Alfred Hitchcock. Gosh. Uh, you've seen vertigo. I mean, this is a, it's (laughs) a wonderful life. Oh yeah. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the guy that played it's a wonderful life. I can't like picture him in my head. Ah, this dang is, it. This is my love. I mean, I'll show you a picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, everybody, what do you think of James Stewart? Here he is. I'm looking more into, um, what's his name? Buster John Rhymes? Stuart Miller. Oh, John Stewart mm-hmm. Mill. You said he uh, sounds like Adam, and I, I think he probably, Adam's often in response to him. He was a big <clears throat> English philosopher. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Adam is saying, let's lean into our pleasures. For sure. Um, okay, well, uh, here's what I'll say, and it will be a bid to watch a movie with the two of you. Yes. But one I don't my, know in the, in the same way that this person said. One of my favorite movies of all time is called Harvey, mm. and it had James Stewart. Mm. And um, in the movie, I'll say a few things about this. It's a lovely movie, and I'd want to see Mace's reaction because he basically gets committed to a mental institution. And so there's a lot of stuff about, like, psychotic stuff and being yeah. crazy. And in the movie... It's, it's really amazing how they set up because it's an old black and white movie, but it's so believable without any special effects. And so you say, oh, all this stuff these days with CGI or whatever. It's like, you don't need it, man. No, you really don't need it because yeah, the whole premise that. is he's this wealthy man that lives with his sister and uh, he has a best friend that's an imaginary rabbit called Harvey. Mm. And he's always talking to it and nobody else can see it. But he has a deep relationship with it. Mm. And the sister is constantly trying to have him committed to this mental institution because he's sort of ruining her social life. Because she'll be having all these people over and, and she's just like, where is he? He's, he's, up, he, where, where, he's upstairs and they have them all taken care of. And then she has all these people over here. He'll come down and be like, hello, he's so nice. How are you? And everybody's like, oh, how are you? And, then, and, and they'll, he's like, let me introduce you to my best friend, Harvey. And he does it so, he doesn't sound, seem crazy. And people are like, oh, and the sister's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no. So why don't you go upstairs? Um, but he ends up being, it's like the fool. One of the yeah. most fool characters in any mm. movie I've ever seen in the sense that he's so kind. And one of the best lines in the movie is like, as everybody's trying to get him committed, he's always just been like, if, Oh, so, to his sister, do you want me to be committed to you? I'll do that for you. Sure. Mm. That's where you want me to go. She's very upset. I think she wants me to go into this cell. And they're like, yeah, we want you to. He's like, okay. Um, but at one point he says, you know, uh, the world will say you can either be ever so clever or oh, so kind. And I choose to be kind. That's one of the lines from the movie, mm. but Harvey. Yeah. Mace's hyper-focus on John Stuart Mill. I am, because I feel like he's <laughs> he's contentious. I, I don't, I, I feel like he has some thoughts that are good, and I also feel like he contributed greatly to some colonial thoughts. Well, he was, he was the first one on this page, but that was it. That's the uh, famous well, person. I don't want that to just be, like, passed over. Well, what do you want to say? I, I feel like I want to say there, there's, 
he this is I, I don't know I'm I'm activated by him mm. and think that he has some interesting ideas but it also sounds like he these ideas can this idea of like liberty and pursuit of happiness in the hands of people with power then leads to exploitative pieces and it, I, I get the sense that he was like a big thinker whose theories were like leveraged for that end yeah. kind of a thing yeah hmm. Yeah, I don't know much. I don't know if enough about him to say anything intelligent about it. There is, in my, it's come into my awareness of a couple of like scholars in the classics who contributed greatly in their like field or whatever. And then, like, I mean, this isn't unique to classics. Um, you, you know, an academic contributes a lot and then is found to be having like inappropriate relationships with students or. It comes out that they're like a pedophile or something. And oh, then right. This huge question emerges around the ethics of using yeah, yeah, yeah. their work or yeah. using their scholarship. Um, so it's definitely, yeah, no, there's definitely things to pay attention to around this stuff. Well, I will. One thing he did was he was the first person in the history of parliament to call for women to be given the right to vote. Okay. okay. So that's something else. John Stuart Mill, everybody, do your own research. Person. He's Googleable. I, I, I feel like this person is. Um, Brought up a lot of different. I don't know why I got activated by him. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> All worries. right, everybody. We were born today. <laughs> Happy <laughs> fucking birthday. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Oh, I thought that might be the end. <laughs> that could be the end. <laughs> that could be a great. That could be a great way to end that episode. That was. That was truly. Good.